Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Art Studio. I am your host, Dan Burke. I hope all of you are having a great day in your Art Studio. And I hope the art is coming out well. I'm going to have to rant for a minute about politics. So you may have to jump off here if you're not interested. I am so utterly pissed at the system. Especially the corporate owned media that I listen to occasionally. I listen to NPR, National Public Radio, which is completely owned by the interests, let me tell you. Today they were talking and interviewing people, experts, so to speak, who were saying how it's completely ridiculous to consider campaign reform as far as money in politics goes. That, it, that the, it's a pie-in-the-sky idea to think there could be corporate reform or any kind of reform at all or passing bills that have a substantive uh, thing to do with uh, stopping big money influence in politics. They poo-pooed this as science fiction and could never be done, and they actually said it would take years and years. Well, first off, they're serving up a big load of crap. Imagine if you went to King George 200 years ago and said, hey, we want to have a revolution and set up a bunch of our own states and have our own country over there in the colonies. Guess what? King George would say that's a stupid idea, can't be done. There's no way the colonies can get organized. They don't have any money. They don't have a militia. They don't have a navy. There's no way you guys can become a country. And here we are, 200 years later, we're a country. The fact of it is, the corporate media keeps trying to spin this message that what quote-unquote Bernie Sanders wants to do is impossible, that it costs too much, that it'll tax everybody into oblivion. The only people who are going to get taxed more are the corporations. You have to understand how it actually works. And believe me, they don't want any change in the way money is distributed in politics or how it influences people or how little they get to pay, how they abuse the system. Money in politics has destroyed our country. And of course they're going to say it's impossible to get things passed. There's no way it can be done. It's ridiculous to even try. They Again, they interview these so-called experts who go, well, it's really not viable to make a change uh, to, you know, to have Senate, the Senate vote on things like that. Are you effing kidding me? They said that we should focus on things that we can do, which means totally neglect the things we actually need to do. Guess what? Everything is hard to do. Everything in politics or anything you want in life is hard. There is no easy stuff to get past, so you might as well vote for clean air, schools, infrastructure, college, 
and get rid of all the crap that's going on. Now, of course, it's going to happen slowly. It's incremental. Just the way the money seeped in and took over, the way (laughs) we have to pull it out, and it's going to take a long time to pull it out. I don't know if we ever can. It's probably going to go back and forth forever. Keep this in mind, my friends. Hillary Clinton has made $150 million in speaking fees to various corporations. $150 million. I don't care what kind of speaker you are. I don't care how engaging or funny or witty or whatever information you could relay in 40 minutes. There's no way you're worth three quarters of a million dollars for a speech. It's ridiculous. She has made $150 million on speaking engagements. Wrap your head around that. If you don't think there's influence in politics, you're wrong. Interestingly enough, this idea of being independent and running without corporate money is the thing that is galvanizing Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders. They're like two sides of the same coin. They're both rejecting the corporate money and standing up and saying, listen, I'm a politician who is not bought and sold. And that's very attractive to people now who are completely pissed off with the way the system has been corrupted. Honest to gosh, when I was young, you could go to college working a part-time job. I mean, that's the way it should be. If you wanted to work and earn your way through, you could do it. My brother Michael became a doctor pumping gas at a gas station. He'd go to his job every day, pump gas, go to college, and study all night. That's how he did it. Was it a pain in the ass? You bet it was a pain in the ass. But back then, it could be done. Now, it can't be done. They have rigged the system, so college creates debt for people they can never pay back. It's the same with the medical insurance business, the car insurance business. The whole thing is rigged to keep grifting money off us. It's ridiculous. And now the thing that's really got my goat today is this damn corporate media keeps spinning everything. Just the way they ask their questions. You know, just the way they frame everything. Like, well, won't your policies just destroy everything? I mean, what kind of question like that? That's like asking a girl to marry you and go, well, you know, I'm probably going to cheat on you. It'll be a big disaster. But do you want to get married anyway? I mean, who would say yes to that? They frame everything in a negative connotation to keep pounding this message home that it's absolutely impossible for regular people to have a good life anymore in America, and it's ridiculous to even try. Whew. Man, NPR today should listen to the story, Presidential Candidates Pledge to Undo Citizens United, but can they? And they bring in a bunch of experts telling us how it's impossible to affect any kind of change. Well, with that attitude, of course, it's impossible to do anything. If you just think, well, this can't be done, let's give up. So we should just give up with, uh, you know, corporations and making them pay their fair share. We should just give up with corporations ripping us off at every second. We should just give up with political reform and getting the billions and billions of dollars that they throw at politicians out of politics. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Because the politicians are the, one who have, are the ones who have to vote away the money. You know, Hillary Clinton 
gives so much lip service to everything. She is truly the most artful dodger I've ever seen. The way she says things, well, you know, we've got to get secret money out of politics. Screw the secret money. How about the money we know about? It's legal to give money to politicians and super PACs. It's not illegal. And these clowns, these pharmaceutical companies, throw billions of dollars at politicians. And that is why we're in gridlock. That's why there's no change. That's why there's nothing getting done. The corporations and their money have completely screwed it all up. This is the fact. There's no easier way to explain it or understand it. This is the big appeal again of Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump. They are running against all that money. You know, if you don't think it exists, you're wrong. You know, Donald Trump is a rich guy, but he's only one guy. Only one guy. When he goes and gives, uh, when they do the debates, you can, they, they see the audience with people to boo against him and boo his opinions and deride him. No matter what he says, he could say, you know, puppies and clean air for everybody. And they go, boo, no puppies, no clean air. The whole system is rigged. It's crazy. They are working against anyone who would dare challenge the system. Now, I don't think Donald Trump specifically has a plan or anything. I think he's just a crazy narcissist running for office. But he's running on his own dime, and he's winning, and that pisses them off and scares them. Because who knows what the hell he'll do? My opinion is he'll keep the whole circus going. He will keep the corporations and their money in politics and he will affect change that he thinks is fun, but not really do anything else. We have endless money for wars and companies like Halberton owned by Dick Cheney in part. So these guys can keep making money on their endless wars. But they don't have any money for schools, no money for education, no money for a road, no money to build a windmill, no money to put people in space. But they have endless money for wars. My friends, if you took a fraction of the monies that we spend on wars and we put that into schools, we would have the greatest schools you can imagine. Here in the town where I live, they had to close schools on certain days just to save money. Didn't have enough money. They had to reduce the teachers' salaries. Didn't have enough money. They've definitely broken the unions in this country. But that's a different story. Again, corporate-owned money destroying the unions. We have plenty of money. Plenty of money. We are a rich country. What we choose to spend it on is nonsense. And the people who should be paying, who should be contributing, the banks, the big corporations, they are, fl- they are fleeing away from their responsibility of paying taxes. They get away with everything. It really is a sad situation. You know, if they would just take the money that we pay in taxes and not put it towards wars, you and I would live in a utopia. You wouldn't believe how amazing it could be. It's just incomprehensible how much money we burn and waste on making war. You know, do you think problems are going to get solved in the Middle East in the next five years, next 10 years, next 100 years? You know, should we just sit there and endlessly engage in war? 
You know, things have been going on between people forever. And the Middle East is a place with just endless conflict. And there's many other places like that and even worse shoes all over the world. But because there's no oil there, we don't ever talk about it. They'll talk about Syria every night on the news as they try to prime us to go into war and get us all excited and scared to go into war there. But they don't talk about other places where there's 30 million people living in human slavery. We could step in there with an aircraft carrier and a jet and a couple platoons of guys and blow out millions of people and save them. But we don't want to do that. We don't want to change the economy of those countries. Or we use the excuse, well, we can't be policemen of the world, but wait a minute, we'll be policemen of the world over here, but not there. In other words, wherever there's oil, we will interject ourselves, so to speak, and where there isn't, we won't. I don't know what the end game in Afghanistan is. I don't know what's going on there because there's nothing there but a pile of sand. So I can't understand why we keep wanting to engage in Afghanistan except to just to have another stupid war running and spend money every day. If we withdrew from all those countries and stopped doing all that, even for a year, just for one year, there would be so many trillions back in the economy of the United States, it would boggle your mind. Right now, every time a dollar is made, the rich people get it, the top 0.1%. You and I don't get it. I think you know all this. Wages are not matching the cost of living in any way. The rich corporations and the their puppets, of course, to the rich people who own them, are like a sponge just sucking up every single thing they can. It's like the mortuary business. You know when you die, they run a scam on your corpse? Did you know that? That the whole, you know, your relative dies thing is a scam? Let's say right now I drop dead and you are my relative. Well, you would get a bill for my dead body from the municipality here that dropped off my body over at Brooks Brothers Mortuary House, you'd get a bill between ten dollars and $15,000. Just because that's the place they dropped it off, and you're the poor relative that has to pay it. And here's the thing about these mortuary places. It really isn't the Brooks Brothers running it. They're all corporate-owned. The big corporations have bought up all the mortuary places. That's the fact. So it's big corporations making money off people dying and then grifting, stealing, abusing the families of the people left behind. Could you imagine right now if you got a bill for my dead body for $15,000? How would you pay it? Do you have $15,000? Can you write a check? But see, that's the scam they run. Somebody you know and your family dies and they drop them off over at a mortuary you automatically get a bill. It's just like an ambulance ride. You fall down, the ambulance picks you up and drives you to the hospital. Next week, you get a bill for $800 to $1,600 for that ambulance ride. You have to pay for the ambulance. It's the craziest thing, but it's true, and it all comes back to corporations trying to make money off us. Why does the medical industry have to make so much money off our sickness, our illness, and our medical issues, they, they, they just absolutely steal everything from us 
through the medical system. Oh my gosh, we're overcharged for drugs. We're overcharged for doctor visits. We're overcharged for everything. We pay more than anybody in the world for medical. And that's because the insurance companies have done that. That's why. And who owns the insurance companies? The big corporations. Don't be fooled by the media as you listen over the next year as they intensely tell you how it's impossible for us to have liberty, prosperous lives, and a good wage. That there's no need in raising the minimum wage for people. There's no need in having, you know, reform in politics. Poo-poo all that. Everybody should just work at Walmart for $8 an hour and slowly starve to death in this country. That's what they want us to do while the corporations get fatter and richer and fatter. And the corporations run all the media and they spin everything. Well, I think his ideas are dangerous, Joe. I just don't know if we can trust that. Well, I don't think we can really get that done. Well, we're back here again with the crazy ideas of so-and-so as he tries to get things passed in Congress, which obviously can't get passed. You know, they just beat this negative message over and over into us, how it can't get done. Could you imagine, like I said up front, if you imagine King George telling us how it can't get done? You know, I'm sorry, you colonies, you can't form uh, into a country. There's, you know, don't even try. It's impossible. You don't even have a nickel. Don't do it. Of course, that's what the establishment would say, that it's impossible to do it, that it can't be done. That's their role, to try to keep things status quo for them. So, from the newscasters, to the 60 Minutes people, to the people that ask questions on debates, they're all bought and sold and are told what to say. That's a fact. And they have to protect their corporate masters because they are the lackeys of those corporations. They are bought and sold by the money, just like the politicians are bought and sold. I'm so pissed off at the media. Oh my God, I couldn't believe it. On national public radio, they're telling me how it's just ridiculous to think about getting things passed that could actually benefit normal people. I say this, F you, National Public Radio, for telling people that they can't have basic rights and it's impossible to even try and you might as well not even try. What a load of crap. Shame, shame, shame on National Public Radio for propagating that BS, that bull. It's, it's totally counterproductive to everything that is about this country. And that's the can-do attitude that we can get it done. Well, I think as a group of people, as a country, that we can throw these corporations out on their ass and we can make them pay their fair share and we can change things around. It's going to take a political will and referendum and perhaps you know, some kind of upheaval for this to happen. But it needs to happen. Because these guys don't give a damn about common people. And everything they say and do shows it. It's obvious. You don't. You think they give a damn about people? Go look at Flint, Michigan. That will show you everything you need to know about how corporations feel about the people of America. We are expendable. We're, it's okay for them to use us in wars, to do anything they want with us, as long as we just shut up and toe the line. It's time to get rid of these 
bastards. I will back any proposition or any person who is about getting rid of this corporate control. It's, it's actually, it's just so ruined the country. If I could just tell you how different things were when I was young. You know, we thought things were troublesome then. Oh, nothing like they are now. Nothing. Have a great day in your art studios. Keep drawing, keep creating, keep doing your thing. And I'll be back here in the art studio before you know it. Have a great day. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.